This is The Island. I am your host, Alvis Samuel. And this is the place, the place where you and I can have a conversation about what is going on in the world and how it affects the sports world whether it affects it good or bad. Again, this is The Island, and I am your host, Alvis Samuel. Now, I wanna to start today's show off with a quote, and this quote is from Andrew Shaw. He is the forward for the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, that is an NHL team, a hockey team, and this quote came from him, Andrew Shaw. The head is a fragile thing. It can alter your chemical balance. It can alter your hormones. It can physically change you as a person if you don't take care of it. Again, that is a quote from Andrew Shaw. He plays for the Chicago Blackhawks and he is their forward. The reason I'm stating this statement is because we are going to jump in the conversation of mental illness and specifically on the topic of concussions in combat sports and what concussions have been linked to. Now, we all know or heard that concussions have been linked to CTE. We're gonna focus on that but also, I'm going to talk about concussions being linked to MS. If you don't know what MS is, it is multiple sclerosis. And it is a disease that your immune system starts attacking your nervous system in your body. So you might ask, why hasn't there been any research done on concussions linking it to multiple diseases? Well, the answer to that is very simple. And that answer is there has. Back in 2017, there was a study done with the Harvard, make sure I'm getting this right, the Harvard Health Publishing, and the article was written by Dr. Robert H. Schmerling. The Harvard Health Research Group found out that those who have suffered one concussion between the ages of 10 and 20 had a 22% higher rate of MS than those who had no concussion at all. The rate of MS more than doubled for those who had experienced more than one concussion between the ages of 10 and 20. So if we have this information, why as a society don't we just educate parents and the youth more about the, the issue when it comes to brain injuries? Why can't we just do that? Well, I honestly don't have the answer for that. I can't give you an answer. However, we do have information out there 
to give this to the parents and youth so they can make the best choices for themselves at these ages. You see, between those ages of 10 and 20, these children, their minds are still being developed. And do we truly want our children, our youth, to get brain injuries while their minds are being developed still? Are we setting our youth up to have mental health issues later on down the line when it comes to combat sports? Is that what we are truly doing? Because like I just said, and like I just read, there is research out there that does Prove the fact that when it comes to concussions, getting a concussion at a younger age while your brain is still being developed will cause complications later down the line in a person's life. And then we wonder why children today, when they start becoming young adults, and they start trying to make decisions, they're getting more depressed today than they were in the past. That they are getting more anxiety today than that there were in the past. You see, I don't want to make a stretch out there for this. However, the research does state that when a brain is getting developed, like I said, getting these brain injuries is causing complications in a person's health and mental capacity as they get older. There are plenty of stories, and not just stories from the NFL, but stories from other combat sports where athletes who completely snapped because they had a mental health issue, because they had CTE or something of sort going on in their brain. One of those stories happened on September 19th, 2015. This is a tragic story. And he was suffering from CTE. And it all came out later on that he had it. Now, I do want to say they cannot find out if a person truly has CTE until after they have passed and then they are able to test the brain for CTE. However, his brain was tested not once, but multiple times because, and I want to make sure you all understand this. A doctor decided 
to say that this person did not have CTE, even though later on other doctors showed evidence that yes, they actually did have CTE. This person's name was Todd Ewens and I want to make sure I said that last name right, Ewins. Um, if I didn't say it right, I do apologize um, to him and his family. Uh, again, this story had a tragic ending on September 19th, 2015, when he committed suicide, when he walked down to his basement and then shot himself. He was going through a lot going through a lot of pain, going through a lot of anxiety, not just anxiety, but also deep depression. And it got to the point to where he was unable to truly think, think like his normal self and he ended his life. And there are more stories like this in other sports like I said not just in football but also we can find things out like this in the WWE in the Crispin Wall story where Crispin Wall he completely just lost it outside of his mind there's a lot of things that they said oh he just had a he was on steroids and all this other junk but later on his brain is tested and they find out, you know, it wasn't steroids. It was a traumatic brain injury that he suffered while he was alive. And it eventually ate through his brain to where he snaps. And throughout combat sports, we find more and more stories like this. And the sad truth is that we are not really getting the education we need to prevent this from happening. And the problem might be a bunch of different scenarios. It could be, oh, it's a money thing. And, and there's proof that that is part of it because the NHL and the WWE were sued just like the NFL was sued when it comes to brain injuries. They were sued just like the NFL. These cases made it all the way up to the Supreme Court, the NFL, the NHL, the WWE, and they all got different verdicts. Um, obviously, if you're following the NFL, they're paying up. Should they be paying more? In my mind, yes. Especially when there is studies that show that 99% of every player in the NFL will suffer a concussion, at least one. And out of that 99%, another 99% will end up developing CTE or some other type of mental disease. So the NFL is paying up. It, I don't think it's enough. 
but they need to be paying up. The NHL, on the other hand, their case was brought up to the Canadian Supreme Court in Canada, and it was ruled that there is no link between concussion and CTE because of a doctor. This doctor came out and they said exactly there is no link. It just happens. It, you know, when a doctor says that, and then there's so many other doctors that say, no, that person is wrong. But yet the court system wants to agree with the one who says, oh, there is no link. There's a problem there. I don't want to go into that. But there is a problem. You might say, well, that happened in Canada. It can't happen in the United States. Well, in WWE, you know, pro wrestling the same type of verdict happened in the United States where they deemed, oh, these brain injuries aren't the fact of concussions. But yet, on the other hand, in the NFL, they're saying, yeah, concussions is the link. So what is the true verdict of all of this all the research truly states that if you get a concussion you're going to develop a some sort of a traumatic brain injury later on down the line either it be just depression or it be anxiety or both or cte or ms research is out there the evidence is there so why are we not doing more to educate and help player safety? Well, well, hold up, hold up now. We are, that might be what you're thinking or what you're even saying. We are doing more. Isn't the NFL having safety rules change and they got these new helmets and they changed the rules of tackling? Let's stop right there. Let's be honest about this. Let's be frank. Let's look at this in the face. If you made it to the pro level in any combat sport, it is already too late to change something. It needs to be changed at the youth level level the changes that they've made in the professional level on the professional level it's great i'm not i'm not going to belittle that however it's at the youth level where these concussions are destroying the lives of people when they are getting older you might say, oh, well, it's the pros that are acting like this when they retire. Let's, let's, let's stop there again. Reason I'm saying stop there, because let's look at the percentages of children who actually make it to the pros. 
And once you get to the pros, the evidence basically says it's 100% of all of them that's going to have some sort of brain trauma injury. All of them. At the collegiate level, it's 91%. 91% at the collegiate level. So it's happening at a younger age. So about the time they make it to the pros, their brain is already being jumbled up. They're already struggling. Some don't see it until after they stop playing. Others, we can see it while they're playing. Like players like, you know, Antonio Brown. We, we, we're seeing a guy who, for all we saw, at least in the public eye, he was a normal guy. Then all of a sudden, he starts acting crazy, acting weird. That's what we're saying. This guy's acting crazy. He needs some mental help. Yes. So let's reach out to this guy and help him. At the same time, let's educate our children so that once they get to his age, they're not having to go through the same issue. You see, I'm glad to hear stories like the one Dak Prescott said about himself struggling with mental illness, with depression, with anxiety. Because stories like that need to be told. Now, we don't know where it truly manifested itself from in him. Only he would truly know. If he wants to truly tell us, that is his prerogative. And that would be all on him. I'm not going to say here he should tell us when it started to happen. Because he might not even know. There's other athletes like Terry Bradshaw. And not just football players. Michael Phelps. And he's a swimmer. Not even a contact sport. So, so these mental illnesses in sports. And brain diseases that these athletes are getting. It's starting at a young level. So the question that we should be truly asking ourselves isn't what can we do for these athletes at the pro level to help them be safer and things like that and help them get in and make sure they're getting the help that they need once they retire and they get the medicine they need once they're done playing the sport. In all reality, the question we should be asking ourselves is, are these sports truly safe for an undeveloped mind? That is the real question we should be asking ourselves. And yes, some children are truly gifted, very, very gifted at these sports. And they have a great possibility of making all the money they want that would be able to take care of themselves, we say, and their 
family and future generations to come. Yes, that is true. However, for those who think like that, my question to you is, is giving your life worth all the money in the world? If you are unable to truly, truly enjoy the fruits of your labor, because when you're done, all you're doing is needing to get help for physical pain, mental pain. Um, that's what you're spending your money on. Is it truly worth it? Is it truly worth being 45, being 50 years old, and you're getting dementia? Is it worth it? And for those who have lost loved ones and those who have lost their life, is it worth it? That is the real question we should be asking. Because like I said, once they made it to the professional level, it was already too late. We need to be educated and we need to educate those at the youth level and the parents at the youth level so that we may actually make the best decision for our children. And our children can make the best decision for themselves. I can tell you about one athlete. He was a running back for the Texas Longhorns. And he was a starter. He was pretty good. He was pretty good. Um, and he stopped playing football because he got one concussion. He would have been drafted, but he said he's done. That was one concussion that we knew of. How many did he have before then? A lot of people came out when he said he's done. They ridiculed him saying, oh, you weren't really that great anyways. You might be asking, well, who was this player? It was Nate Newton's son. He was a running back for the Texas Longhorns. He stopped playing football because of a concussion. He said, and he made the choice, it is not worth it. It is not worth waking up in pain every single day. It is not worth one day I might seem normal, then the next day I've went on some sort of aggression binge. Then the next day I'm in tears. Then the next day I'm laughing for no reason. It, it, you can't enjoy life when you live like that. You can't enjoy your children, 
your grandchildren when you're living like that. So again, is it truly worth it? Some will say yes, others will say no. And that's fine. That is, that is perfectly fine. However, no matter what side of this that you feel like you need to be on, I hope that we all can agree that education, educating ourselves, educating our children, and being honest when it comes to mental diseases, concussions, and what concussions can lead to, being honest about that, that is where we should all truly start. Again, I am your host, Alvis Samuel, and I want to thank you for listening to The Island.